everybody. It's your favorite podcast. What a beautiful podcast. Episode 21. And 21. I'm still here. I, I'm Jack. I'm, I'm Andy, and it's episode 21. 21. Always, always something on 21. The podcast 21? is old enough to drink now. Oh, <laughs> the podcast has been drinking since it's been like episode 11. It's, it's a sad <laughs> podcast. It needs some help. <laughs> it's sick. The, the podcast needs to go see a group or something. I don't know. Yeah, it it needs to like find Jesus. <laughs> oh man, I guess we will find Jesus at some point, but not for not for years to come. <laughs> oh God, some, I don't even want to. I don't some... even want to think about that. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So how how how's it going? How, how you doing? <laughs> I'm I'm tired. You know. It's yeah. just like life is tiring. I mean, that's one of the qualities of life. That you're you're still alive. That's that's a quality, I guess. <laughs> I I mean, I guess so. Yeah, that's that's one way of looking at it. Yeah, but yeah, it's good. I'm, I we're nearing the end of Battle Tendency now. Uh, like, I just wrote up the last show notes for the final chapter. It's like, what are, what are we gonna do? after that we need to have some like some deep discussions where we're gonna go from this because i we can't do chapter by chapter stardust crusaders we just can't it's <laughs> it, it'll hurt me in a way that battle tendency can't yeah i mean we'll we'll figure something out i mean the whole format of this show kind of came like out of thin air in the first place so yeah, it can go back into the ether. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like format format it. shakes up, shake up, so neither here nor there. Because in, in a couple weeks, in like in like a couple like two months, we're not gonna have any anime to talk about anymore. So that's also gonna be a thing. Yeah, I, <laughs> we're gonna have to find something to talk about. Uh, maybe maybe which, we'll just talk talk about Stardust Crusaders for an hour every week. <laughs> oh God! And then it just <laughs> turns into one of those drunk podcasts you read about on the internet. Be like, yeah, these guys talk about anime and drink. They're cool. Yeah, right? Mm. Yeah, we'll just uh, do shots every time. We'll do a shot for every chapter, and then we'll just die. Oh, man. I do not want to become a Monday night drinker. Please. Please. (laughs) Monday night drinker. (laughs) Oh, no. But something is that just like, is that like rock bottom to you? Like, is that just it? Well,. Because, because you're the the weekend's already happened. You got your th- you got your drinking out of the way, and now it's the start of the week. But you're still drinking, so something is bad. Sounds like college like, to me. No, because for college, like it was acceptable to start drinking on Thursday. I get that. <laughs> it's fine. The people that started implying it's on still Wednesday, not acceptable to drink on Thursday. I I reject that. It is one hundred percent okay to drink on a Thursday night. Some of us have work in the morning. And I don't? Have... I, can't, I can't drink at night and get up at 6 a.m. I'm sorry, I'm not that powerful. <laughs> you need to I you wish... need to raise your power level, Jack. You're sounding a little weak <sighs> right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. <laughs> Listeners, it's episode 21. Um, something that's cool that's coming up for the show... Uh, you remember last episode we talked about um, that Araki wrote a little horror book about the his favorite horror genres and so on and so forth. I actually bought that book and it was yeah, five dollars. <laughs> and shipping it here is also five dollars, but it's I don't know when it's coming. Yeah, <laughs> it's, still... it's on that boat, man. No, it's registered sal. It's not. It's not boat sal. So it's it's gonna get here. Probably within the month of November, and when it does, we'll probably just do an episode on that. Because yeah, I, I mean, I, really I guess since you, you didn't get week. the absolute absolute dirt shipping, then no, 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 because no. I don't think they don't have that anymore. Like registered sal is like the bottom of the barrel. Like Mandarake is really up their game these days. Oh yeah, but you know what's weird is that like it's getting to the point where sometimes I'm noticing that registered sal isn't even that much cheaper than going EMS, depending on the size and weight of your package. Oh yeah, like I think EMS was gonna be like maybe 
10 15 dollars and registered style was like five but it's not something like i really needed that quickly so i was like whatever 10 bucks yeah but yeah so look look forward to that everybody that's gonna that's gonna be fun i'm gonna enjoy that yeah we'll find something to talk about from this completely japanese book that we can't read listen i've got word lens it's fine (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna make it through it somehow yeah speaking of making it making through it uh we're we're at the end of battle tennessee here with chapter 106 the link between lisa lisa and jojo which uh, is a little on the nose for a chapter title, but subtlety is not a Rocky strong point at um, nah. this stage in his career, would you say? <laughs> not not even a little bit. No. Seeing as the first no, no. page of this panel is Lisa Lisa lying half dead, like bleeding out, and Joey like elbowing this guy in the face. Yeah, Joey is, because Carl... Like um, I think he's supposed to be punching somebody, but it looks more like he's elbowing them. <laughs> yeah, he's just like just like dumping on this one guy with his elbow um but it's not that effective because uh joey's ripple is not great right now he's not in a good way he's very tired he's been up for a long time and he he just needs to go to bed (laughs) we had a great splash page where it's just joey being real mad motherfuckers get out of my way i'm gonna break all your fucking faces and I like to show movement here, as always. Rocky has drawn a half Joey coming out of normal Joey's torso, very angry. <laughs> just, just like, I don't have enough arms to beat you guys. I'm going to grow some more arms to beat you. There's a zomboid on the side, like his head split open with like god rays coming out of it. Oh, yeah, the classic. I, I use the ripple on a vampire, so it gets split in half move. Like, ah, sure whatever um so yeah but it turns out joey's very tired all of these vampoids are like ganging up on him he's gonna die cars is just like ha 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 you don't have the ripple anymore you're an asshole (laughs) but but who's here andrew who's here who who is here Uh, i i is is that guile i think it's guile I think it's Kyle. Oh, 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 I didn't I didn't go to the next page. Oh shit, it's Stroheim. <laughs> Stroheim <laughs> is here. Uh, Holy shit. Of, he's back. Most of him is metal at this point, but it's a it's a strong look and he's pulling it off. Um Stroheim's here with uh, a lot of his Nazi friends who are all strapped with um new speed wagon tech. Uh, these UV like lamps. It's. It, I love that we've cool. gotten to the point where like Speedwagon and uh, Speedwagon and Smokey are like, like hanging out with the Nazis and supply and like Speedwagon supplying them with like advanced like vampire defeating weapons technology. Like, how how did we oh, get yeah. to this point? <laughs> I don't know, but think about the fact that Speedwagon and Smokey were just like hanging out for like a while while joey was just doing his thing over in italy he's just like what, like what are these nazi about? guys sure are being very uh tolerant of our friend Smokey. uh they're they're more concerned with these unholy creatures of the night than a black guy <laughs> in front of them <laughs> and you know what i think i agree with the nazis here <laughs> this is a higher priority um but Speedwagon is very proud of his new toy. Um, it's us, the Speedwagon Foundation, who su- successfully miniaturized it. And, and just a random Speedwagon guy in the background, just like, a proud man he is. He's just so We love proud you, Speedwagon. <laughs> yeah, um, get him, Speed. Yeah, you got it. You got this. You did this. Um, and Strohan's He's like, in this other panel, it's it just up. like. Because Joey's like, it's it's Speedwagon, it's Smokey from New York, and then, and then the Speedwagon guy says, and with us too, the special technology fighting team, the Speedwagon Foundation. Yeah, these yellow onesies are good look. <laughs> like, man. We're here too. Yeah, we got, we're gonna kill some vampoids. Uh, Sturheim is just chewing the scenery. He's just like, my body has been fully repaired. 
and behold, a new anti-vampire weapon, <laughs> and just incinerates some vampires. It's oh god, as I if as if so Sherheim is never not chewing the scenery. I mean, you're not wrong, like, but he he's just especially so like right now. Like, God, what a man, what a what a guy. <laughs> what a um, good dude. Yeah. So we cut back to our, um, like, half of Team Joge right now. Uh, Lisa Lisa's on the ground. Cars is just being an asshole. Joey's trying to hold his, like, trying to hold his game. And he's trying to talk a big game. But he's got, like, nothing left in the tank. Yeah, there's it's no game to be cool. talked here. No. Cars has the stone. His foot on Lisa Lisa. And Joey is just, never, Cars, never have I felt so much hate for someone. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, uh, he's got a point there. And here's a, <laughs> here's a weird scene, Andrew, because it, it's Cars, like, just picking up Lisa Lisa's legs and kind of just rubbing them like a nasty boy. And uh... it, in the anime, he just makes guitar noises. <laughs> Remember, like... I, I thought to myself, I was like, wait, there's no way he did guitar noises in the anime. But no, he just does guitar noises. <laughs> it's really weird, and I don't like it. <laughs> and I also don't like that he, like, stabs through her feet and then puts a rope through them and then ties her up and then hangs her by the holes in her feet. Don't like that. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot not to like in these couple pages right here, and that's definitely some of them. Also, the um, fact that she's, like, going to, like, the fight of her life in heels. Like, you go, girl. Oh, yeah. She's a powerful old woman. woman, And she, <laughs> like, if she wants to look good and kill vampires, like, more power to her. Like, right? who, who's, who's going to say no? But he pierces through her foot, Cars does, with uh, one of his bone blades. And then just ties a rope right through those footholes and... Boy, oh boy, is that uncomfortable to think about. Mm. I don't even want to think about it. That sounds like the, the most uncomfortable thing in the universe. Yeah, but I do like that it gives us this, uh, like, very well-penciled, smug Cars face as uh, Joey goes to grab the rope holding Lisa Lisa up after Cars just like, hey, you want to save her? Do it. And it's just like, mm, yeah. Cars is super smug in this entire sequence. It's... Oof. Oof. I don't like him. And neither does Joey, because he just goes, just rants. Cars, you piece of shit. You're a fucking scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we cut to Smokey, who is still here. Because um, he and Speedwagon are having a nice conversation about the fact that Jojo doesn't know that Lisa Lisa is, is his mom yet. And then we kind of, uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring the the story to a screeching halt after in the chapter after this but rocky just wanted to give us a little seasoning a little taste of what's to come because yeah jojo doesn't know that yet that he's like holding his mom literally like by a thread at this point Ugh. which brings us to chapter 107 or cover page that i know andrew does not like at all because it's just a real close-up shot of that rope going through Lisa Lisa's feet. It's just like, man, my, my girl is not looking good right now. She's in <sighs> she, rough shape. Yeah, this is definitely not her best day. Um, and wow, I wish we had gotten this chapter during our Halloween episode because Cars' line as an abandoned, or Joey's shouting at Cars, Cars, you're as rotten as an abandoned pumpkin. So moldy, even flies don't go near it. I'm like, <laughs> Uh, it's so appropriate. Cars is a shitty pumpkin. Oh god. Mm. Um, but Cars, Cars has is holding all the cards here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not uh, even gonna humor that one, Jack. Really? You're not? You're not gonna give? Yeah, it? Oh, nah. Okay. That no. doesn't get anything from me. No. Yeah. I, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. But we get a, get a nice snapshot. Like, if Joey drops 
uh, the rope that's holding Lisa Lisa right now, she's just going to die because there's a lot of these inconvenient rock formations right underneath uh, this prehistoric jungle gym they've been fighting on. And Speedwagon is just urging, like, Strohan, aren't you through with these vampires? you got to get over there. And <laughs> Strohan is so stressed out about these vampires. He's having, like, a rough time. It's like, there are too many. <laughs> Do you think one or two minutes will be enough to end this? He's all sweaty. He's just, like, sweating profusely. He's like, oh. I didn't think this would be this bad. Why is there yeah, so I many vampires? Just... <laughs> I thought we'd just roll up and just shine some light on some vampies and we'd be home for dinner. No, it's not that easy. This whole situation just shows, like, how impossibly more evil and bad cars is compared to uh compared to wham and even acdc to a certain extent because like he has just yeah. played joey for a fucking idiot oh my he's played him like a goddamn fiddle um and this a uh, little motion sequence we got as joey's trying to do a a nice kick at cars's face like the motion lines of cars just drifting downward kind of looks like we've just got like six eyes right above Kara's head and I'll never get tired <laughs> of Araki doing the draw eight things to show motion of one thing because he does not do that I think like after this part he got tired <laughs> he was like I'm not well yeah it seems a little ridiculous and it, and it doesn't really uh, show what he's trying to show very well no he he got better at uh showing what he wanted to do um but Joey's still trying to attack cars with a very weak ripple that's just not doing anything. But Joey's just tripping, falling. He's bleeding everywhere. He's got a lot of wounds. Um, cars is going over to him. About to do the final move. But <laughs> Joey does one of the Joe Star secret techniques that will be passed down to Jolene at some point, And that is to set himself on fire. <laughs> <And> <laughs> God damn. Every time... This is a tactic at this point. Like, just setting yourself on fire or being near fire in any way. It's just a strategy for these people. Like, poof. Um, and he sets himself on fire. Sets his scarf on fire more accurately. And that's, to, that's in his own words. To push himself beyond my own limits. To find my near-death survival technique. I guess, like, what Wham did before with Operation Windback. Remember that? Remember his Windback? I do. Oh, yeah, the Windback. Yeah. Um, and Cars goes to take, like, a dramatic final slice just to kill Joey once and for all. But he does this sick Tarzan jump, like, holding onto the rope that Lisa Lisa is attached to and just swinging over the pillar, swinging over Cars, and just, like, doing it, getting to the other side and it's kind of confusing because now cars is on the same side with the rope that was holding up lisa lisa and he just cuts it and what <laughs> now we're treated to one of joey's like less famous tricks i think andrew but one of his more involved ones because i had to reread this like a bunch of times to figure out what he did here and it, yeah, it's, it's kind of convoluted. <laughs> it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, basically, um, Joey does some sick trick stunts, grows a couple more legs, um, does like four jumps, and it turns out that the rope that Cars cut was actually uh, the rope that Joey left at his feet before. And Cars is now tangled up in that rope because he cut it, and he's, like, hanging from it. It's it's weird. Like, <laughs> Araki actually drew us a nice diagram, like, a very well-labeled diagram that shows, like, Joey basically set up a snare trap for Cars to walk into so that when Cars cut the rope, um, now Cars is holding up Lisa Lisa and Joey at the same time, which... I guess is a smart plan, maybe? Yeah, I mean, like, it does something. It, it kind of incapacitates cars a little bit, so, like, you got he's got that going for him now. Yeah, it's, it's basically just bothering cars. 
and minor inconvenience. Yeah, and he gives them enough time to do an ultimate ripple overdrive on Cars's bone blade and just snaps it off. And <laughs> like his was one of his last lines to Cars like, "You may be 10,000 years old, but when it comes to the art of deception, you need a little more time than that, Cars." That's a, oh, absolutely fucking a, annihilated. Wrecked. Wrecked. And as he says that, we move to chapter 108, which just right, opens up with Joey karate chopping another bone blade with the ripple and snaps it off. But now he's like, oh, God, I'm going to die. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, this is like the worst day. Oh. He's like, didn't, like, Caesar died today. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. right? This is still the same day, isn't it? Yeah, god damn. Like, Caesar died today. He fought Wham. And now it's, like, midday? God damn, Joey. Um, But he, Cars just got hit with the ripple. uh, And his arm explodes. And he screams out, bow. And I really like that he screams bow. <laughs> Just bow. It's like, all right. That, yes, bow is a good comic. I, we're, I love the uh, this panel. It's like, no way, he did it. And like all of their faces is very good. <laughs> Just like, yes, he did it. He sent a ripple blast to Cars. It, it got through. And Cars just falls off this jungle gym. Um, Joey untangles his legs so he doesn't take Lisa Lisa with him as he falls and is just pierced by all these crystals and the ripple is working his way through his body and they they did it well Joey did it he he needs to go the, needs to go there and like put the finishing blow on there it's like even even we could give you the final blow don't, don't let a single vampire run away either these these Nazis want to help but now, Smokey comes in. It's like, say, Speedwagon, can I ask you a question? Why did Erna <laughs> tell Jojo his mother died of a disease when he was little? Why did Lisa Lisa hide her identity from Jojo this entire time? <laughs> why, why don't we just make the story come to a screeching halt? Yeah, exposition because... in the middle of the, the, the fight of everybody's lives. It's the final battle. We're going to get a whole bunch of expo exposition now. Yeah, uh... Like, I get why Araki did this, because he really doesn't have any other time to do it, and he kind of needs to make this feel impactful, so uh, it's fine, I guess, but... Yeah, I mean, it's not the end of the world. It just no. kind of, like, just stops everything, so we can oh. f learn the backstory that makes everything make more sense, but, like, at the same time, it's just like, oh, this comes out of nowhere yeah oh well it's been like teased and shown like many times up to this point but we're just gonna do the abridged version because like eh, there's no need to really go into it in any detail but basically um dio dio made all the zombies a while ago like 50 years ago um speedwagon and speedwagon thought they got they killed all of the zombies but one of them was still around and was like an air was a British Air Force general or something, and George Joestar, the son of Jonathan Joestar, who Erina um, was pregnant with when the boat blew up, was also in the Air Force and knew about this zombie and tried to confront the zombie, uh, but he was killed, and Lisa Lisa, who was the um, the the baby that Erina saved on the boat. Uh, was in love with George and pregnant with uh, Joey at this point and went to take revenge on the zombie general uh, because she was a ripple master because she was training with straights at this point, raised by straights. And then she had to go on the run because she killed a general. And now we're here. Is, was, that, was that it? I think that was it. Yeah, that 100% sums it up. The okay, whole, like, thing good. about her going on the run because she killed the general thing, like, it's very convenient. Yeah, it's very plot. <laughs> uh, Air Force Major, excuse me. Yeah. Major. 
Um, Very convenient. Yeah, so after all this tragedy, Erina uh, just does not want... Erina's, like, younger Erin at this point just tells Speed, like, when Joseph is grown up, if he asks questions about his parents, tell him they're both dead, please, and never have him learn the ripple. And kind, kind of failed on that point, Speed. Yeah, that didn't work job. out so hot. <laughs> yeah, and... He learned the ripple everyone... just out of nowhere. He just has it. <laughs> yeah, he's just got it. <laughs> but everything's fine now like joey has his mom in his arms like they're all safe they're all gonna like have a nice happy family oh wait <laughs> because this is a battle shonen uh it's not over till it's over because when stroheim goes to do do the finishing blast with the uv cannons um what does cars have but a stone mask with the red stone in it, and boy, oh stone, boy, stone, stoneception. There's stones for days. Stone squared. Point <laughs> is, Stroheim tries to stop everyone from all of his Nazi friends from uh, blowing the UVs on our good boy cars here, and it does not work. So what happens is all the UV rays are sucked into the red stone. Uh, and somehow that activates the stone mask. Uh, and Cars' skeleton starts, like, turning into crystal. And he looks incredibly... This is the most glamorous thing I've ever seen in my oh life. My. So we got this big, this big uh, two-page spread of Cars, like, like posing, like, doing, like, a sexy pose with his skeleton crystallized. Oh, yeah. And then he below it like is this uh, panel of just calendar. his... Yeah, and then below it is just this panel with his eye, just like oh, it's just his eyes with like space and stars behind his eyes, and it's like this is amazing. This is it absolute looks like he's art. A new type. Yeah, <laughs> <In> the... <laughs> it's that same kind of effect where they would just leave the eyes and the nose, and then it's just the vastness of space. But God, he. <laughs> It's very pretty. It's very glamorous. And holy shit, Stroheim is fucked up. Because the stone mask activates and then crumbles away. And the next chapter is just called The Birth of the Ultimate Being. So things are not looking good. Uh, no, God. everything just got significantly worse for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chapter 109. The Birth of the Ultimate Being. And cars fr from... Also known uh, as the ultimate life form. Also now bringing us back to Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, holy... Oh, fuck. The circle is complete. Oh, god damn. Yep. <laughs> is, wait, is Shadow the ultimate life form? Does he proclaim yes. himself as such? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure in the anime they refer to cars as the ultimate life form, not the ultimate being. Yeah, the... The translations between the anime and the uh, manga are like, eh, bleh, bleh, so on and so forth, kind of. They're they're iffy at best sometimes. Well, yeah, because you know what's something I was thinking about? They don't mm -hmm. ever once refer to the Ripple as Hamon in the manga, don't they? No, never. Where they like exclusively refer to it as Hamon in the uh, Yeah, I wonder where they the get anime. that, where they got that from. Because going back, didn't, like, it was, it, they called it the Ripple, and, like, Hamon was just, like, another name for it, but there was also Sendo Power, which was never brought up again. <laughs> like, uh, it, Well, we actually pieced that together way, way back when we were covering Phantom Blood, is that, like, the Sendo thing, that was, like, the physical martial art that they right, do. That, right, that was, like, the Tibetan martial art that, yeah they like, never they never the bring that part of it up again but the actual physical like combat style they're doing is called sendo i think right. I th i'm pretty I, sure yeah, that no, was I the case i remember now we we worked that out but like homon and ripple are kind of used interchangeably sometimes but like the dubbed anime at least always uses homon the like su the sum of which that i've watched and then you have the part three OVA that just calls it Wave Energy. And that's Wait, my favorite. Well, to be fair, they really didn't need to bring it up in, in the part three OVA. <laughs> you think you can defeat me with Wave with Energy? Wave Energy. Oh, but hey, if they so didn't much. do that, we would not have that iconic line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
you want to do chapter 109 and then move to uh, the be- the bulk of an episode we had this week? Yeah, let's do one more chapter. Let's 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 yeah. get through this 109 here. Yeah, and then next episode, we're just going to finish this thing cuz there's four chapters left after this. Oof. Yeah, we're going to we're going to blaze on through the end next episode, but so right oh, now Cars is it. just like yeah. Cars is just oh. like observing himself. Yeah, he's just like, "Oh, I'm great." <laughs> like the ripple <laughs> is still melting through his arm, but then it's just like it stops. And, and like he's just like his hand melts off and then something beautiful yeah. happens. Oh man. We get he... one of the one of the realest things that I've I think Joey like one of the most real things that has ever come out of his out of Joey's mouth. So Cars mm-hmm. Cars's hand melts off and then it grows back as as a mm-hmm. squirrel. Mm-hmm. And Joey's watching mm-hmm. this hand like mangle itself into the form of the squirrel and he is just like he literally is just what the fuck yep oh man <laughs> and another thing like the anime just doesn't have like joey cursing and i feel it's so integral to his character to just be like oh what the yeah it's happening um just yeah. i i like, they don't have pretty much any cursing in any of the parts of the anime and i don't know i think it's kind of a silly thing to leave out but it's contextual i understand that but like here i like joey cursing but regardless a, a squirrel just came out of cars's wrist and and it starts um, out as a cute squirrel but then it gets yeah, mean and then it turns into a xenomorph and it's <laughs> bad <laughs> it's... and it starts wrecking these nazi guys holy shit oh my it... god I, I like that when it kills the other squirrel, it's just it just screams guar. <laughs> guar. <laughs> yeah, like you know, it's that band guar. It's cool. Yes, and like the band nice... guar. I, I I didn't know that you knew that you would know that guar is a band, Jack. I thought that was gonna go right over. I'm your aware head. that there is a band named Guar. Past that, sailing in unknown waters, my friend. <laughs> unknown waters. <laughs> Uh, but we're treated to a very nice close-up of the xenomorph squirrel that now has mandibles and that's not not something a mammal should have and like a bullet it goes right through stroheim's metal torso into another nazi man and just digs a trench through his face and it's gross god (laughs) And pops off, goes back to Cars' wrist, turns into a flower, turns into a butterfly, and then turns back into Cars' hand. <laughs> I guess Cars just wanted to show off. Like, oh. But, and then next page, we get we get Cars being glamorous again. Which, funny enough, uh, this panel where the sun is just behind him and he's, like, standing there posing with his hair flying in the air... They actually like yeah, it's beautiful. they let they they specifically designed the SAS so that you can pull off this pose with his hair like flying oh, really? upwards. Oh, that's so cool. It's a really good pose because like everyone thinks, oh, the sun's coming out, we're saved. Nope. Cars is the ultimate life form now. The sun has no hold over him. And he's just laughing. And it's terrifying. Yeah. Oh. This is not good. Although we get that one really nice pose and beautiful pit, uh, art, and then and then next we get this panel where it just says this is the birth of Cars, the ultimate being, and man, Cars looks like shit. What happened? <laughs> he kind of looks like a sex monster. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Cars is the real sex monster here, and everyone. Like, like he has no more weaknesses. Sheer heart attack has no weaknesses. Ah, no oh, there's my JoJo reference. Yeah, there it is. It's it's a metatextual JoJo reference. Oh man, no weaknesses. Not even the ripple will work anymore. Immortal, unkillable. No one will ever defeat him. Okay, all right. Well, Speedwagon just got really like pessimistic real fast. I mean, that's been his like part this entire like, like for the past 60 chapters <laughs> like speedwagon is just afraid uh sweats and doesn't think anything good can happen in the world anymore 
<laughs> that's his character. And this next sequence is it's absolutely wonderful. Just just yeah. the most Joey Joestar thing, and I love it so oh, much. Man. Yeah, it's like... What'd you say, JoJo? There's only one way. Only one? Yeah, I kept it as a last resort. Last resort? JoJo, that the last way. Don't tell me it's... Get ready. We're gonna go full... We're gonna go full tilt until our last breath. <laughs> until our last breath? What are you talking about? <laughs> we're getting the fuck out of here! <laughs> and he just starts sprinting. And, oh my god, this panel of cars, oh, I love it. He looks so, like, I don't, what do you, what do you call this look? Because he's starting to sprout feathers out of his head, and just kind of like. It's just terrifying. Oh, he, oh, he, he kind of reminds me of Cruella de Vil for some reason. I could not tell you why, but that's the vibe I'm getting from him. Like, he's about to just murder, like. 100 Dalmatians, maybe even 101 Dalmatians. Who can say? Um, but yeah, Cars turns into a bird. It's weird. It's real weird. <laughs> it's just... Why does he turn into a bird? I don't, I don't see how having wings instead of arms is good for him being a warrior guy, but... Maybe he his dream was just always to fly in the sun and also kill Joey Joestar. And now he's killing like three birds with one stone because he is also a bird he gets to fly and he's killing joey joestar so there we go and yep. joey has no idea what to do he's just like we got to keep running Smokey. i'll think of something as we're running and that's and then next week we're gonna, week we're gonna get to jojo's final bet yeah like the last three chapters four chapters of battle tendency look forward to it like god it it's so good and I thought it was a lot longer than it actually was, but I guess if we rewatch the anime, like they would stretch it out more because it's kind of just like one or two chapters, like the actual fight. Oh yeah. Oh, but yeah. Um, moving on, this week I think was one of my favorite episodes on Diamond is Unbreakable. Like really? Yeah i I was really impressed with how they took all these disparate um like mon like stand of the week stories and they started weaving them together like last episode but now like they're just they're like really intermingled at this point because uh, well last week we left off with uh josuke and okuyasu fighting tower man um rohan about to greet this weird guy that's standing on his porch and uh, a very strange man in Josuke's kitchen um, about to accost his mom. So now some of those plot threads start to come together, and they do in a really cool way. Also, I think this is one of like my, one of my favorite episodes. It's, go, it's the animation and colors in this are super impressive. Like, it's just a weird episode to be animated super well. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, like... The, the last couple episodes definitely have shown uh, the strongest, like, like editorial hand David Productions has shown in the uh, adaptation process. Like, I think this is probably like, the oh, first God. time they've ever, like, just straight up changed the story content. Like, they flipped things around mm -hmm. before, but they've never just yeah. straight up changed anything. Yeah, and they've, like, added nice little details here and there, but never to this degree, because they're, like... This is part two. They're going to wrap everything up in a third episode. And then it's just final battle. Like, we get, um, like, battle with uh, Kira and Josuke. And then uh, Kira gets an upgrade with some weird stand powers. And then the final battle. And it's that's it. Like, we're, we're six episodes out from the end. It's wild. And we get to see if it just leads right into part five. But that's neither here nor there. But I know you're excited for that. Oh, oh, am I excited for that. Yeah, so this episode starts off with uh, Rohan rather rudely greeting this architect that he can't, that is coming to his house to uh, estimate the damages after Josuke set it on fire. Um, 
because immediately after opening his door, he uses Heaven's door on the dude to just turn him into a book so he makes sure that uh, nothing is amiss here because Rohan is probably really paranoid right now after everything that's happened to him, and I can't really blame him. Yeah, but, it's just kind of yeah. just like, he, he kind of just goes along with it, although he still is like kind of creeped out by it. Yeah. So while looking through this uh, the the man's Facebook, um, he nothing's really strange. It says that he's gonna try to overcharge Rohan for the house repairs, which is funny. But also, I I can't show my back to anyone. Is what it says, and that's and Rohan thinks like, all right, that's weird. Whatever. I'm just gonna write. I cannot attack uh, Rohan Kashivi on here, and just let you in my house. And okay, that's fine. And I forget this guy's name. It doesn't matter. He's he's back man. He, he's the back man. And he walks into Rohan's house, but with his back like against the door, against the wall, just so that Rohan cannot see his back. And we don't know why yet, but we will next episode. Um, I think. I like to think that at this point, Rohan is just like. He's just, like, just trying to figure out, like, is this man just weird or is he, like, a stand user? But I like to think that he's, yeah. like, leaning towards, like, maybe this guy is just weird. Yeah, it's like, all right, that's fine. And we do a quick And I love cut. how JoJo is able to do oh. that. Like, it makes oh, you question yeah. sometimes, is this guy just a weirdo? <laughs> yeah, is he an alien or is he a stand user? Or is he just, like, a weird man? These are the questions you ask when you uh, read JoJo. <laughs> it's it's a ride for sure. It's it's so much fun. Um, but yeah, we got a taste of the weird Backman, and then we go back to Superfly, the man in the tower. This where we were at in this fight. Uh, Mikataka had his arm pierced by bolts uh, the tower man used, and he's kind of just bleeding. Um, and Tower Man is just kind of mocking Josuke and Okiyasu because they haven't seen his real face. And here, like, I, I wasn't sure if they had talked about it before, but Tower Man is just wearing this weird, really good mask. And he, I don't, he never takes it off. So they don't know what his yeah, face is. Yeah, last looks week like. we were kind of talking about how the, the, in the anime, it, it doesn't really look too much like a mask. Like, the manga did a little better job of showing that, like, yeah, this is a mask. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, like, the anime they... kind of, until, like, it just it looks like part of his face until he, like, it gets scruffled up a little bit at the neck, and it's like, oh, now it's a mask. It's oh, like... yeah, okay. It was just skin before, but alright, <laughs> fine. Also, this episode made me think, like, has the sky ever been blue in Mariah show? <laughs> like, ever? I don't think so. Yeah, because, like, we've just come to accept, like yellow green pink whatever as the sky color and it's really funny just that they've used color so effectively that it's just like oh, yeah the sky's yellow what what else, what other color would it be yeah oh but tower man is just having a time here it's this the the rest of this fight i think was like like I was saying, kind of over animated, like re like really well animated for what it is and for how little um, effect it has on the story. Cause like Josuke and Towerman are just flipping, jumping like through this tower. We get like a bunch of really cool shots, like long shots, and like Towerman's flipping and jumping. Like Josuke like almost falls, like crazy diamond punches. Like, yeah, I mean. Remember how good Rat looked? That's what I'm saying. Like, Rat was the other, <laughs> like, one of my favorite episodes of, like, this whole thing. Because it's just this, like, inconsequential story. But animated super seriously and gives us this gravitas it did not have in the manga. Also, Tower Man tries to spit on Josuke. And it's really funny. <laughs> Like, Josuke's hanging after he almost fell, and Tower Man just hocks a loogie and just like, Bleh. Oh, man. Ugh. Did, so, did, like, did you like this episode, or did you just think it was okay? Like, um, 
I'm kind of like conflicted about it. Like I did like it because it's mm-hmm. like it's pretty much impossible for me to not like an episode of this anime because it's perfect and beautiful. Fair. Fair but enough. uh, I I definitely wasn't like overwhelmed with excitement about it. But like I did like the way Superfly ends, and the uh like the stuff with like at Rohan's house is like it's funny, but like kind of doesn't really go anywhere. No, we're gonna see yeah. the payoff like next week, but yeah, I you the... know I re- I remember what happens, but like it's still like it kind of isn't that exciting. Yeah, like I, I, I Enigma understand. Boy is uh, is good though. I like Enigma Boy, and I oh, really like Enigma the trippy visuals they use to show how the stand work, like what the stand is doing and everything. Like I thought they did a really good job with that. Yeah, we'll get there. Like, but. Just want to talk a little bit more about the like the cinematography in this fight because once the fight gets going, the colors shift again, and Superfly is like this bright neon orange set against a backdrop of like a green, like a neon green sky, and Josuke is orange and Power Man is orange, and his eyes turn black, and just all of the all of the colors just make this sequence so much fun, and ugh, I love it, love it. Um, but yeah, Tower Man tries to shoot a bunch of, uh, energy beams from Superfly by scratching, scratching Superfly with the knife, which reflects the damage, uh, back at Josuke, who blocks, uh, some of them, and it turns out that Josuke blocked just enough of these energy bolts to have them ricochet through the tower, and suddenly they just hit Tower Man in the fucking face, and take him out, and it's so. Oh yeah, they good. they got him, oh, in like man. a big way. <laughs> yeah, and the, uh, right as Josuke is explaining this, like Crazy Diamond comes out, and Crazy Diamond is also smirking at this dumbass. <laughs> it's <laughs> smirking Crazy Diamond is a sight to behold. Like I don't like green Crazy Diamond, but it's still cool. It, oh yeah, but his face in there though is like it's like mm, oh man, it was mm, so good. It's tasty. Um, cause what Josuke did was fix the energy bolts. So they came back to their destination, um, a- as he reflected them. So they shot right back at tower man, hit him in the face. And suddenly he just does like, like a face turn, I guess. And it's just like, Oh, I'm sorry guys. I didn't mean to do all that stuff. Like crow man said, I, I could leave if I did this. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll never try this again. And it's <laughs> We never hear from Tower Man ever again. It's just like... Rest in pieces. Uh, yeah. Um, but, again, something they changed here, because there was no, like, lead-in to... Lead-in from this to Enigma Boy in the manga. Like, uh, Tower Man says, Oh, do you guys know someone named Koichi? It's like, Crow Man said that he was sending another stand user after Koichi, and that he already took him out. And that was cool, cause like, oh the, yeah, again, dude, what I, that was awesome. Like, I was shocked that they did that. Honestly, I was like, wow, because up up to like, it, and any of this is weird because all the way through Cyrus Crusaders, the the JoJo anime has been this just like this perfect adaptation, like, like yeah. beat for beat, and like mm-hmm. with Diamond and Breakable, they've been way been way more willing to like screw with stuff, and like it's always mm-hmm. worked out. Like it's always been good. Yeah. It- they're having a lot of fun times with it, and it makes me wonder, like, oh, man, part five would be so good with David Production. Like, they would do such a good job. It'd be insane. Well, yeah, because they could fix where the Rocky fucked up in part five. Yeah, like, kind of. They like have the potential the to make the end of part five better and some of the, some of the long, drawn-out stuff better because – it wasn't really Iraqi's writing. It was just like the editorial process for part five. Something went wrong. And like, yeah, something kind of went off the rails in like the, the, the top third. Um, and they have the ability to fix that. And, and this yeah. would make me confident. They might do that. They might yeah. make it a little shorter. They might make it a little tighter. Like they can do it. And it's mm-hmm. awesome. Cause they demonstrated that they're able to like mix around a story and have it flow super well. It's, mm. Thank you, David Production. Thank you. Um, so they hear that Koichi is in danger. So Okuyasu and Josuke are just running like, 
like Okuyasu's like Koichi, Koichi, where are you? Come on, come here, boy. Got a treat for you. Whereas Josuke goes to visit our old friend Yuya Fungami in the hospital. Love that man. Oh god, Yuya is such a cool like asshole idiot. Like he's he's an ass idiot is what he is because. <laughs> He was built up as like this like threatening stand user where he's really kind of just like an idiot in a he's a d- complete dumbass. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, but he does have a really good sniffer, and that's what Josuke needs right now to try to find where Koichi is because uh, Yuya is like yeah I could I could sniff him out that's cool. But I can't do that because I'm in I'm in the the hospital bed, and Josuke's like offers him like if you help me out I'll fix your injuries, um, but Josuke being the kind guy he is he he already fixed Yuya's injuries before he agreed he's like I already fixed them you're already healed and this is the second time Josuke has done this maybe he'll maybe he would go for the hat trick at some point healing him and then beating the shit out of him oh. It'd be good. It'd be good. Um, but something in the anime that was better shown in the manga, like uh, Yuya's weird, like highway star, like tattoo. I thought that was like supposed to be facial hair in the manga. Thoughts? Uh, I honestly can't remember. So. Oh okay. I have no thoughts. Oh okay. Because I thought it was supposed to be like um. Ringo Rodigan's like six skull goatee, where but Yuya just meticulously like plucked his goatee into the shape of like H star S, and I really enjoyed the <laughs> thought of that. It was just like but in, yes. in the anime, hundred percent looks like a tattoo. Yeah, it's definitely a tattoo, which makes sense. I yeah, it's fine. Um, but Yuya like being healed and getting like dressed and that whole like sequence where it's like oh man uh, to, to call me a michelangelo sculpture would be doing me a disservice and this love it and oh there's roses and vines and sparkles and highway star is just there behind him also <laughs> that was not in the manga but it's it was <laughs> very much appreciated um and Yuya's like fan club with all these girls are here and they're doing stuff they're not important at all but Yuya is able to demonstrate like yeah my sniffer is the best sniffer these girls brought me kit kats and i knew they were gonna bring me kit kats i'm sorry sit sats because it's c-i-t-c-a-t or sit cats whatever it <laughs> knock off kit kats um and josuke is impressed like all right you, you, all right you're good you get you get you got the sniffer and again cut back to rohan and backman and <laughs> backman is currently uh climbing up the stairs exorcist style uh backwards spider crawl so rohan can't see his back and <laughs> the super superimposed uh rohan face here is amazing because he's kind of just like uh? <laughs> Why does he yeah, go to such he just keeps the keeps the question going about whether this guy is is he, is like just a straight up weirdo. <laughs> like, what's what's this guy doing? Like, and I think Rohan is like at this point, like he's seen all these stand years. He's seen some shit. So like, anytime somebody really weird like this were to pop up, you would have to be on the defensive and just assume it's a stand user. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about Rohan's shirt because. <laughs> or his entire getup because he's wearing like bright red like half pant uh, bright red jeans black like knee-high boots and this shirt that kind of looks like if you painted a strawberry black with like yeah (laughs) it's like i guess that's just his lounging lounging around clothes you know just like regular (laughs) stuff man yeah this is just what i like wear around the house it's not not important like I didn't make the strawberry shirt or anything. Just whatever. You're weird. Um, and he's trying to get uh, Backman to show him his back by just, like, acting real weird. Like, 
why don't you scratch my back and then I'll scratch yours? Like that's cool, right? We're just a, we're just a couple <laughs> of dudes being dudes, right? It's guys fine. being guys, man. Yeah, and that's so that he can get Batman to walk across um, the uh, like his like staircase balcony thing, like his overhang, and that's still fire damaged, but. We just see a quick thing of Backman's foot sinking through this carpet, so we know he's gonna fall, and then immediately cuts back to uh, Yuya and Josuke trying to find Koichi because they got Koichi. Rohan's just desperate to see this man's back. He just oh, needs God. to know his secrets. <laughs> he needs to see his back. <laughs> so that resolution will come next episode, along with Enigma Boy's resolution, because we're done with Superfly. And they, they did that in, like, less than an episode. And that's good on them. Good on them. But Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yuya is smelling Koichi's bag and gets all real freaked out. It's like, uh, you, there was no... I don't I don't have to fight, right? That, that wasn't part of the deal, right? I don't, I don't gotta fight anyone. Because, like, the dude <laughs> who's got Koichi is, like, right behind you. And we, see, we get a good shot of Enigma Boy. And how... How would you, how would you describe Enigma Boy? Because like discount Sephiroth comes to mind, but that's already taken by Abaccio in Part Five. Yeah, he's like, kind of indescribable. He, he kind of looks like a Yu-Gi-Oh character. Yeah, you know what? That's that's it right there. He definitely looks like a Yu-Gi-Oh character. Maybe Yu-Gi-Oh GX. <laughs> oh God! Like if Merrick was in Yu-Gi-Oh GX, this is what he would look like because <laughs> he's got these weird gold circle belts like this kind of cloak that is also a shirt eh, whatever he we we don't see him after this chap after this a fight for a few reasons but we'll get to that uh so yeah you just like yeah he's got something he's got something to koichi stink on him like what's he got and then Josuke's mom appears where Enigma Boy was, and it's weird. Because the way they... They don't explain Enigma Boy's power yet, but Josuke's mom is just here. And then Josuke gets really mad. Because Enigma Boy brought his mom into this, and that's a, that's a problem for Josuke. Oh, yeah. Like, Josuke's a little mama's boy, and you mess with his mm -hmm. mom... And you, you've messed with the wrong man. Because Josuke is going to ruin I, your day. Yeah, I mean, his grandpa also died this month. <laughs> like, when he starts thinking about how compressed these timelines are, he was like... Oh, yeah, oh, I guess man. that wasn't that long ago that no, Grandpa Higashikata got murdered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, his mom might still be in mourning. That's sad. Um, but we go back oh, God. a little he bit. He made the show sad, yeah. Jack. <laughs> Go back to the funny stuff. Oh, not for a while, my friend. Not well, not not forever anymore. Um, yeah, but we Joe really stops being. Well, there's still funny moments. Oh yeah, the entire absurdity of the situation is funny in and of itself. Um, yeah, not so much this scene with Enigma Boy and Josuke's mom, like going back in time to see this. Because Josuke, Josuke's mom is still, like, pissed off about uh, Josuke eating that donut. And, as, like, we see behind her Enigma Boy's legs just come out of nowhere. Like, just kind of ooze into existence onto a chair. And what Enigma Enigma's, like, thing is he needs to find, like, a tell for anyone, for, like, his stand to work on anyone. Like, he's got to see like their nervous tick when they get scared so he just makes josuke's mom like super scared and weirded out like he's in, he's in her kitchen he's doing weird stuff not gonna talk about he and he's just like this very strange he's just being man. a weird he's just he's just yeah, a straight up weird and as josuke's mom goes to run away uh enigma the stand comes out and does a cool thing <laughs> And how would you describe this effect? Because I kind of like a fucked up kaleidoscope, basically. Yeah, 
because Josuke's mom is running because Enigma Boy just pulled out a sheet of paper, unfolded it, and there was like a nice hot meal. So she's freaked out because she doesn't know about stands and starts to run away. But kind of like um, Darby's stand, uh, it's it's already too late because it just grabs her and like turns her into a repeating pattern and turn and like the whole sequence was a very cool special effect that they did like i this what whoever the director of this episode like did a very good job and oh yeah now she's just turned into paper which enigma boy just like slaps into a tiny uh square and he shows josuke that he's got one had one with the, his, his mom on it and now has one with koichi on it and so Enigma Boy's already got some shit done. Like, he's doing work. Oh, yeah. He's, like, one of the most effective stand users that Crow Man has sent after uh, Team Joge. Well, yeah, because like, all the stand users that Crow Man has created have all been fucking numbskulls. <laughs> Every really single not. one of them. He found, like, the biggest weirdos in all of Moiro to just, like, to just, like, and dick around. <laughs> and, and a cat. cat. <laughs> the cat oh. is more effective than all of them. Yeah. The cat, the cat works very well, um, but as Josuke is holding his mom, Yuya says, "In her, in her pocket, there's something that smells like koichi." It's like, oh, oh, go, go get it. And Enigma is still like looking for Josuke's like fear tell, but he's not showing anything. And Yuya's still being a little bitch boy, cause like, ah, oh, I'm not helping you fight. I'm getting the hell out of here. This sucks. And Josuke pulls out. <laughs> uh what what was in his mom tomoko tomoko that's her name and starts to unfold the piece of paper as then to be continued that to be continued hits oh god and we people that have read the manga know what's gonna happen like immediately and they cut it at such a good point because i can't i can't wait i'm not gonna spoil it right now but it is worth it and it is definitely going to be the thumbnail of the next episode <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah like what it, like overall you you thought this episode had some like it some good parts but it also had like the cheap trick stuff that didn't really pay off yet yeah you know what it is it's like it's not that i really think the cheap trick stuff is bad i i just yeah, think no, no. that like it it's we're two episodes into them like jump around the cheap trick stuff and like the fact that they were on the second episode and like nothing has really happened with that like kind of sucks yeah i get that so like i, I go ahead sorry no yeah i was just gonna say so it really has nothing to do with the cheap trick story it's just like it feels it feels like a third wheel here is really what i'm saying yeah it's definitely the odd man out as far as like interesting stories because they connected superfly and enigma boy like really well but Cheap Trick is just a solely, uh, like, a Rohan story for the first, like, two chunks that we've seen. And then it's going to be a, um, I don't know, it, it's not even a Josuke, no, they don't even come into it. It's all Rohan all the way. And I guess they just wanted to, like, sprinkle it in and then just get it out of the way. Third episode, same with Enigma. And I, I kind of get that. But... Yeah, I mean, which, like, fair enough. I don't really have a problem with it. I just think that it kind of pulls the rest of it down a little bit no it would have been way worse if it were its own episode god <laughs> no no yeah, i agree and that's why i just think that there was just no good way of going about it i'm just saying that as it stands it's mm -hmm. kind of a third wheel and doesn't really work so well but that i'm also not saying that it would have worked better as a standalone episode so really what i'm saying is i have no <laughs> idea and this is why i don't direct <laughs> anime <laughs> and to end there was a tiny little scene of Kira going about his day in his office, like, work, and just looking at a neck and just being like, oh, man, I really want to strangle <laughs> that neck. Oh, God. And that that was it. <laughs> That's all we saw of Kira. He still wants to strangle, um, and he's getting real nervous about it. Thank you. See you next episode. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, good stuff. Next, next week, we will definitely finish battle tendency and we'll get the resolution of the other two story arcs in diamond is unbreakable and maybe yeah, we're gonna setup. get some 
get some yep. resolutions next week. Yeah, we're going to get some resolutions next week, and hopefully the setup for the sequence of events that leads us into uh, the final battles. Like, I'm hoping, because three episodes of these uh, these gnome skulls here has kind of got me missing some Kira action. Like, oof. Yeah, it was same. Like, I, I, I've <laughs> been like... I've been, like, uh, real holding out because I like these parts of Part 4 so mm-hmm. much, but, like, a lot of other people have been, like, itching to get back to the Kira stuff. Me, not so much, but, like, now it's getting to the point where I'm like, all right, I want to see Kira yeah, get the shit kicked out of him. You want to see the ki- Kira get the shit kicked out of him. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, I don't blame those people. Like, let, let's get this train moving again. But on that note, guys... Uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks for sticking around for 21 weeks. That's almost Yeah, thank you so much like for listening. Uh, thanks for subscribing on iTunes. Thanks for subscribing on Google Play. Thanks for subscribing on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah, thanks um, for just sticking around with us. We, we're glad to have you here. We're glad to keep bringing you this nonsense every week. Yeah, thanks to everyone on the subreddit that still hasn't um, just purged these posts from there i guess thanks for letting it on there um and yeah we'll see you all next week see you then guys